Hello, welcome to another episode of the I Love Libby show. I'm Kyle. And I'm Libby. So uh, this is episode three for us of the show, of the podcast. Uh, how do you think it's going so far? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we're just talking. We're just talking, <laughs> and, and that's what the show's all about. The show's all about us. Uh, we've been married for 15 years. We have four children. And this podcast is all about us just sharing our views of uh, the world and how we stand each other after all this time <laughs> and uh you know how we raise our children and the way we interact with each other this is kind of our own little personal therapy session each time we record and uh as i've been saying in each episode it's our uh our pursuit of life liberty and happy oh well uh, see the pursuit yeah, oh. of happiness yeah well whatever so uh all right so let's let's talk about our great great grandchildren who are going to be listening to these podcasts that's what we were talking about just a minute ago before we started to record this was our our, our children's children's children are going to be able to listen to this and hear how we think uh the world should be or how we've dealt with each other all these right. years and how cool is that it's totally cool i because mean yeah do you know much about your grandparents you know well yeah. you know a lot about your we know a lot about our grandparents well no, not even that, really. We know, right, we know only what we lived with them, you know, while we were alive. We, But, yeah. right, I mean, we don't really know Well, okay. a lot of... So I was fortunate enough to know two of my great-grandmothers. Let's see. I knew one of my great-grandmothers and right. one of my great-grandfathers. And I did have another great-grandfather that was alive till I was, like, two, so I don't remember him at all, but, you know... So really, just two that I remember, and the great grandfather died when I was five, and then the great grandmother when I was ten. So yeah, I mean, I did go a great deal of my life without any of them. Isn't that weird to to have that that generation that was available to us? But what do we really know about them? Not a lot. I mean, I would learn little stories here and there. You know, and I and I like to hear those stories. You know, just cute little stories. Anecdotes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, I know one year in school we had to, you know, bring in a story of you know, our you know relatives from you know, and I remember you know asking my mom and her telling me a couple cute little stories, but I don't even think she knew much more than that. It, it, it's it's weird because you know history is a lot of who we are. I mean. I remember hearing stories from, you know, my grandparents are young, or at least, you know, were young. Uh, I'm actually fortunate enough at the age of 35 to still have two and a half of my grandparents. <laughs> um, I, I, I say two and a half because uh, I do have a grandfather who has um, lost his marbles. Um, he, he has succumbed to... Dementia, Alzheimer's, all sorts of things. But right. I was very fortunate to know him when he had his full capacities. And I was an adult. Mm -hmm. And I had an adult relationship with my grandparents. Right. And, and, and I mean, a lot, yeah, a lot of kids, like, you know, our peers, I guess, you know, yeah, like, their grand, some of them, their grandparents died, you know, like, when we were in grade school. And that was it. Like, they, yeah. I mean, I had three of my four when we got married. 
And actually, I mean, up until a few years ago, I still had three of the four. Yeah, you, you know, did. I mean, mm-hmm. it was very recent that, you know, yeah, within the last five years. Yeah. Your grandparents, your paternal grandparents mm-hmm. lived <laughs> on the same road as us. Basically. For a good 10 years. Oh, yeah. But yet, we very rarely saw them. It's it's kind of a sad thing to think about. I mean, when we say the same road, it's it's not like oh we live on the same road, but you know this road like you know stretches on for you know ten miles. No, no, we were like thirty seconds away from my grandparents, and while we were married, I bet we went. I bet I couldn't count on my hand, one hand, how many times we went to their house. I've only been to their house once. Oh, are you serious? Yep. Okay. So, wow. yeah, in 15 years of marriage, they've been dead for a few years. Yeah. I've been to their house once. Okay. No way. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's really kind of sad. It's kind of an embarrassing thing to admit. It's not that there was any kind of like animosity, animosity. Yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. No. Um, we got together with them on Christmas and Easter Thanksgiving. and Yeah. And you know, holidays. I mean, okay, there my dad and his parents weren't the closest. But I like I like I said there, there was nothing just awful, the, you know, I don't know. I guess There was no reason. There was no excuse. Right. Right. We, we, right. We, we and I mean, in a, in a way they did kind of like keep to themselves a lot of their life you know they kind of did their own thing they didn't really hang out with friends i know um and even like their extended families they both came from huge families and they did not hang out with their you know brothers and sisters after their brothers and sisters married and had kids they very very rarely got together and my grandpa didn't like my grandma's side of the family and my grandma just kind of went along with whatever he wanted so yeah, they kind of just kept to themselves, and it's us kind of a sad, long... They lived into their 90s. Yeah, they so, were old, you know, yeah. You know, I really... They didn't get to see the world. You know, they didn't even get to see a fourth of the world. They really... It's kind of sad. It makes me want to do so much. It makes me want to, like, explore and, like, live, you know, live it up. Because... They could have. I mean, when you lived into your 90s, and basically both of them were, like, with it until they died. I mean, they their minds were there. You know, their bodies just wore out. But, yeah, so that's kind of... When I look at my own, you know, grandparents, I know, you know, the the, the history, the, the, the ancestry thing is a big deal. I know your mother is spending oh, quite a bit she, of time yes. digging into yes. that. Yes, and I find that very interesting. I do too. I do too because I believe that your history, your family history is a huge piece of who you are today. I think that where where your family comes from, your roots should help define who you are. To know where your family came from and how they got together and and what accomplishments they've had those are big things, and, and you should be able to look at those things and say, hey, wow, this is what my family does, and this is how my family has acted through the years and through the the, the, the different generations, and, and I have to represent as well. And so for us to look back at our relatives, our, our, our ancestors, and go, you know, we don't know as much about them as we should, mm-hmm. that's kind of sad. It is. That's very sad. It is. If they... 
if, if we had had, you know, our grandparents, great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents doing what we're doing right now and having a whole series of conversations that we could play back, how, how fun would that be? How interesting would that be? You know, I, I mean, I would jump at the opportunity. I mean, if, if that existed, if, you know, I would, I'd be push and play. <laughs> no, you would, you would be right. Right. Because, you know, uh, your grandparents raised your parents mm-hmm. and to have your grandparents have recorded their thoughts on the world and oh, their yeah. thoughts on parenting and their thoughts on interacting with other That's people. That's fascinating. Totally amazing. But we don't have that. We don't. But, and we don't have, I mean, anything even close to that. Uh, I mean, I know yeah. shortly before my grandma died, and we didn't know that she was going to be dying anytime soon. Does that sound, that sound terrible? No. It's, okay. It's, yeah. But my mom had said, you know, we need to get together with you, me, your sister, and your grandma. We need to, you know, get like a whole bunch of wine and, you know, get her all tipsy and just have her tell us about her life you know ask her questions questions that maybe my mom had always wanted to ask her and you know didn't didn't for whatever reason i don't know back then people didn't definitely didn't ask certain things but um yeah i mean she said hey we're gonna do this one day and guess what that never happened because like so many other things just put it off put it off put it off there'll, there'll be time for that you know later and it never happened so now you know my You'll mom never know. and yeah. right and I don't even know all the things that my mom was going to ask her and want to talk about but you know what what is this desire and I think I already kind of alluded to it but there is a desire to know what previous generations were thinking what they were doing yeah. I mean it's just natural for us to know that sure. um you know here's a good example uh I had a very very good relationship with my uh paternal grandfather and um, and he's actually the only grandparent that I've actually lost. Um, very strange thing. I was an adult with children before I lost a grandparent. And yeah, just it was the only. Not only your grandparent, but you hadn't no, experienced any like no. no uncles, aunts, no. anybody close to you. No. And I kind I had you know had yeah actually several as yeah. a child. Well, you, you know yeah, you yeah. dealt with that already. You know, yeah. But to not have have lost anybody dear to me until I was an adult, um, and to have that type of relationship, I had a very good relationship with my grandfather, and it really hit home when he died. It was a, it was a, a an awful, empty feeling to know that this person didn't exist anymore, especially since he had had such a big influence on my life, and you know, I love to cook. You know that. Mm-hmm. Guess where that comes from? It comes from him. He loved to cook, uh-huh. and he had so many amazing recipes. And we've tried to duplicate. Oh, and, and, and see that kind of yeah, goes. It does with that. He didn't write down any of those recipes, no. and now you can't. They're gone. They're gone with their with yeah, him. Right. So it kind of goes back to you know yeah. that record. You know. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. No. Absolutely. If I had just given him a microphone and said, "Just talk while you're cooking." Mm-hmm. Uh, that would have made the world so much better of a place. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are recipes that even to this day, he's been dead several years now, mm-hmm. even to this day when the family gets together, we always talk about, yeah. don't you wish we oh, had the barbecue the sauce? Barbecue sauce yes. And, and Grandpa would make huge batches of it and distribute it to the family, and we would all loved it. And I it, never tasted it. it I, I never know, had any oh, of it. Oh, you missed out. It was, it was an amazing recipe, and it's gone. 
dead, mm-hmm. buried with him. Mm-hmm. And it's a terrible thing. And I've tried to do my own thing, and I've actually made good, say, good sauces. Uh, it might have been better. And, you know, it's yeah. funny. You remember things as a kid, and you remember how fabulous they were. And then you, like, taste them as an adult, or you watch a movie that you loved as a kid, and you watch it as an adult, and suddenly you're like, oh. Yeah, it wasn't as great as I remembered it, but that's not the point, you know. Right, it was something that was unique to him. It was his, and he made it, and now it's gone. But you know, and and again, we're kind of speaking in this podcast episode to our next generation, our 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 children. Yeah, we're ghosts. (laughs) No, seriously though, I mean, these are this is an archive of of us, and this is us, And, and and now our. You know, future generations of our family, our legacy will live on uh, through these things, and it's kind of it's kind of weird. Um, what was that? Tuesdays with Maury uh-huh. was that that book slash movie. And Read it, saw it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I think a lot of people that really hit home because here was a guy who had an amazing life, an amazing story, mm-hmm. and amazing things to say, and it took one guy to just sit down and hit record. Right. And get it all. And it, it was one of those things, too, where it's like, you know, I just ignored this person for so many years and just forgot about him. Oh, you know, there'll, there'll be time. There'll be time. Oh, if I ever want to, like, meet up with this person again. But then it was like it was almost too late mm-hmm. once again, you yep. know, because yep. you just. Okay. You always think there's time. You do. You always think there's time, and there's not. And, mm-hmm. and it really, things can happen so quickly. And I'm quickly. just a procrastinator in general. So oh, me too, like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, it, it is unfortunate that there are so many, you know, uh, old people out there who have amazing stories to tell. And there's just it just takes somebody to just sit down in front of them and hit record. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, everyone. We've got technology now that can record this sort of thing. All you have to do, I mean, it just put a microphone in front of their face and hit record. How hard is that? And don't make yeah, that it won't be so difficult. They won't have to trace back this and that. They'll ha- you have it all right here for them. Right. <laughs> they right. won't have to wonder. Oh. I have a I have a fun story. Uh, my my maternal grandparents. Um, I actually was having uh, I don't remember what what the situation was, but I was spending some time with my grandmother, and she was telling me the story. Of how she met my grandpa. Oh, I've heard this one. Oh, yeah. And I'm not going to get into all the minutiae of it, but it was an amazing story. And afterwards, I'm get, I get in the car and I drive away and I go, crap, I should have recorded her saying <laughs> Absolutely. this. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, because I I, you'll never get that dynamic again mm-hmm. where she's ready to tell the story. It'll never sound the same way. It'll never have that same like sensationalistic approach sure. to it. But it was a great story, and I know it. I don't think anybody thinks of these things at the time, you know? Right. Yeah. I mean, I almost wish that I could just record everything that happens to me all the time, everywhere I go. Yeah, Yeah, well. (laughs) You know, and someday, you know, the future will have that technology. Uh, But, man, I mean, think of all the things. You know, now let's talk about, like, I know my parents' story. Do you know your parents' story? Uh, yeah, I remember. Well, I know that, you know, I don't remember how they got 
fixed. I think they got fixed up somehow. I don't remember how exactly. It might have been like my mom's friend and, you know, something like that. But I know that their first date, they went and saw Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. <laughs> and they got there, like, right at the, t- like, you know, right when it was going to start. All the seats were already taken, so they had to take the front row. And, you know, lean back and, oh, you know, you've done that before. Uh-huh. And uh, so, yeah, that was their first date. They may have gone bowling as well. At least that was one of their first dates, I know. Um, I know that their um, their song is Raindrops Keep Falling on My Head. Why is that their song? I, I think it was, like, on the radio during their date, maybe, something like that. But see, like, that, I'm saying maybe. Mm-hmm. I think, I think, I don't see, know. See, those it's are the like, kind of questions right. you need to ask And it's them. like, I don't even know for sure, you right, know? Right, right. Yeah. I mean, I know my parents actually uh, grew up Knowing like down, each other, well, they lived down, down the street for a while. From well, my each mom, other. my mom, because my grandpa moved a lot, they moved back and forth mm-hmm. between, um, you know, Kentucky two different, and, yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. So, so every once in a while, they would cross paths again. So, mm-hmm. my parents always knew, you know, my my dad's from a big family, my mom's from a big family, so they their families knew each other right, and they kept right, crossing right. paths. But then they finally started dating. But you know, the unique thing about it is, is that. Um, my dad's best friend was also dating my mom's sister. So it was friends dating sisters and it was just, but uh, I mean, what was their first movie? Logan's run. Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. And there's a scene in that movie where like the girl comes out and she's like full frontal nudity or whatever. And is there, I've seen that movie several times. I like that movie. And he says like, and he says he remembers the gasp from my mother and and her sister. You know, it's just so funny because that's, that's a fun story to tell. Yeah. Um, you know, I've never heard that part of the story. Oh, see, and that's a great, and see, that's something that now is on record for all, all infinity. But then there's like, okay, you know, what's their song? Do you know what my mom and dad's yes, song is? Yes, it is a Queen song. Yeah. And it's, um, what is it? Make, wait. That's Best ooh, Friend or oh, whatever it is. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. But, and in, in that's that's good, you know, that we know that. Now uh-huh. that's on record. But, you know, those are things like, what were your grand, what was your grandparents' song? Did they even do that I don't do know. I was just going to say. Yeah. I, maybe they didn't say, oh, this is our song. I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I don't know what my... I mean, I, I, the thing I'm, is, I have the opportunity. I could ask my grandparents. You still could. I still could. I mean, my mom may know some of these things. Um, I know that my grandparents didn't date long. And I know that... Yeah, it was just like a couple months. I think they went on two dates and he proposed. Wow. But, I mean, things were different back then. Like, yeah, but that's a fun story, too. The uh-huh. way your grandma... And uh, my... Gr- and, and your grandpa... Because she was actually she wasn't was en- she, engaged? she was engaged to well yeah she was engaged to her best friend's brother right and um, he died in World War Two and so she wasn't engaged anymore yeah and yeah and what a crazy story mm-hmm. that's an amazingly crazy mm-hmm. story but see those are the kind of things that we need to have on record. Right. You know, I mean, hell, I mean, I found out things about my grandparents recently uh, that I'm, I'm not going to say here, but, um, you know, I, things that, oh, you know what I'm talking about. Do I? Yeah. My grandma, she'd been married once before. Uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. How did I forget that? I know. But the thing is, is, again, I was an adult mm-hmm. before I heard that story. Oh, that was yeah. the big, dark secret mm-hmm. in the family. Mm-hmm. And again, our our 
grandchildren are you listening know, to this going, what? What's funny, is, <laughs> what's funny is, like, I mean, there's some crazy stuff in my family. Oh, Even yeah. before my mom started all the genealogy, you know, there were things that I, I already knew, okay? Mm. And it was like, really? They say, oh, you know, everybody back then was like, you know, oh, you know, goody goodies and, you know, I don't know. Everybody was... The good old days. Yeah, yeah. okay, that's how I'm looking for, the good old days. And, you know, everything was just... Peachy keen and yeah. But there was some crazy stuff. Absolutely. Almost crazier than you hear now. I mean, or they'd have been on Mari. Back. They would have been on Mori, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's kind of, again, it's like, really? Those right. are my relatives? Mm-hmm. Like, really? Yep. You know? Yep. They, no it, family is without the skeletons in I, the closet. Yeah, yeah, I know. But it, it is kind of funny to think about that. Yeah, I guess... Part of it is, you know, you hear the older folks nowadays, oh, oh, I can't believe the stuff the kids do these days. And I'm like, yeah, but I can't believe some of the stuff that went on back then, you know? like They didn't talk about it back didn't. then. It was taboo some to talk about. Some of it seemed about. crazier in certain ways. And, oh, like, yeah. And I don't know. I guess everybody had to cope with life, and I, there were different struggles back then, and you had to do what you had to do to, you know, get through it, and uh, I don't know. Well, sure. I mean, everybody's got a story to tell. Mm -hmm. And that story is maybe not exciting or valuable to everyone. But it might be be valuable to your next generation. Sure. I, I mean, if you think about, like, our children, they sit down and listen whenever we talk about our past. They do. They do. They're they're curious because Mm -hmm. they want to know, how did you get to be this person you are right now? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I've Gosh, got some you know, crazy I stories. never, I never had those kind of deep conversations with my, like, parents. I, I, I mean, I don't want to say that we have, like, deep conversations all the time with our kids. But, I mean, enough. That, like you said, they ask questions and they listen. And they are curious. And it's natural. I was a curious kid, too. Yeah. But, like, I don't... Well, you I wouldn't have asked those types of questions. I, you yeah. wouldn't have been as bold. I guess not. You know, our children are relatively bold, and it's something we've taught them. I don't know whether on purpose or it just happened naturally, but yeah, our children are inquisitive, and we are inquisitive people. But yeah, you know, we became that way. That's true. You know, that's that something is we, true. we. Which part of that is because of the way we were brought up? I, I feel yeah. too. I feel like I was kind of. I don't want to say trap, but that's the first word that popped into my mind. You know, to you know. <laughs> Okay, you know... You... Stifled is the word. Okay. Yeah. Uh, could, could be trapped. Yeah. Uh, but no, you know, you know, you go up to this... Grow up, you know, go to this little Catholic grade school. Oh, yeah. You know? First, Don't first, question. First through eighth grade. Yeah. Then you move on to the Catholic all-girls high school. And four more years of that. Yep. And, you know, you got to... Well, let's rebel a little bit because, like, I'm tired of, you know, you know, being... Miss Goody Two Shoes, you know, and so you do a little bit of that, but you still feel like you're like they want to keep you. They want to keep you here, and right. they think that you should think the way they think. And I mean, everybody thinks that they're right, you know. But I don't expect my kids to think exactly the way I do. I don't expect them to think that everything I say is the right way and the only way. But I feel like our parents kind of kind of did feel that way. Children are meant to be seen, not heard. Go mm-hmm. sit in the corner and shut up. 
that that's what we were told. And, and I've been very open as a father to go to our children and tell them this is the way things are and these are the rules. And if you disagree with them, tell us. Mm-hmm. Be logical. Mm-hmm. State your case. And say, look, this is why I don't think this is fair. They have from time to time. They've checked. And they've you, called us usually, on it. Yeah. Usually, though, they end up kind of going, oh. yeah, I... They end up still. They, they they see they see the. Well, they have to. You have to get the buy-in. Mm-hmm. So that's the thing. Mm-hmm. In order for a good uh, in, in parenting skills one on one here, I guess, to get your children to accept a rule or to accept a punishment, even you have to get their buy-in. You have to get them. You can't just say, "Oh, you did something wrong. Go to your room." You can true. do that, but you have to go back to them and say, listen, do you understand why That's you're back true. here? Yep. Do you know why you're back here? I'm back here because I hit my sister. Okay, great. Well, why did you hit your sister? Because she was making me mad. It's like, okay, so every time somebody makes you mad, you're going to hit them? Right. Well, no. Mm-hmm. So you see what you did wrong then. Um, yeah. All right. Accept your punishment. Right. Okay. You know, and, and but it, you can't, you have to explain to them why they're being punished or why the rule exists. If you don't, you don't get their buy-in, and it's not a real rule. It's a restriction. Mm -hmm. They're trapped, and you don't want it to be that way. Right. Give them the opportunity to question it. There's nothing wrong with questioning authority as long as you do it correctly. Sure. And you have to accept the fact that there are certain things you cannot. can be disrespectful. Exactly. Yes. 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 And so that's the way we are raising our children to be questioners, but at the same time to respect authority. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you can do both. Right. There is a respectful way to question authority. Right. Because if not, then you constantly have this feeling of just, I'm being told to do something, but I don't believe in it. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with it. We don't want that. Does that sound too liberal, though? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, that's good. Because, you know, there's a whole idea of conservative parents and liberal parents. And I I like to think I'm in the middle. I just, yeah. Yeah. Feeling in, in that... Like you said, like the, you f- to feel stifled, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just to not be able to think for yourself, you know? Right, right. Well, because when you are stifled, you don't learn that skill. Right. You don't learn to right. think for yourself. Right. You're just doing what everybody else tells and you to do. And then you do eventually learn it, You usually. Eventually. And, and it's then too late. you've got you've all this bitterness and. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know what's cool, though, is the fact that we both feel that way Mm -hmm. you and i as parents we're not battling each other um now we we've had we've had our battles it's funny yeah the things sometimes i'm more i'm fairly strict about something and you're like like you're making too big a deal of this you Mm -hmm. know like choose your battles and you know really chill out and other times you think that i'm just Wow, I can't believe you just let them do that. And like, oh, you think that's okay? And oh, well, okay. So. Well, okay. Don't so give me that look. <laughs> well, you know, it's true though. It is true. And I mean, and you felt that way about me, and I felt that mm-hmm. way about you. And you know, what do we do in that situation typically when we don't agree on we, the way that we should parent something? Usually, the person that's like more passionate about it. No, usually the person that was. Um, the more lenient one for the specific yeah. 
topic, you know, it, it usually goes that way. We, we've had... I've, I mean, unless I am, like, severely, severely passionate about, like, like something against... I mean, like, mm-hmm. really, really, really bad, then, you know, okay, if, if that's what you feel is the best, then that's fine, you know. It has led to some very intricate discussions between mm-hmm. the two of us. I'm um, more of the, you know, sticks and stones may break your bones, but words may never hurt kind of mentality. Like, I'm big on, like, the car seat safety and, like, you know, if you say shit or damn, what's that really going to do? Okay? Right. What's that? No, not that there's a time and place, and I don't want my kids, you know, spouting out cuss words all over the place. But, I mean, it is a word. But I'm big on, um, you know, keeping them safe, you know? I, I feel like you were raised in a, you know, well, I mean, I kind of was too, but, I mean, your parents are more, you know, like, oh, my gosh, like a violent video game. But yet I'll let my kids play with fireworks, you know? And I <laughs> I really don't agree with that at all. It's like, okay, y- you were worried about a violent video game because somebody got their head blown off that they knew was fake. They knew that was just a cartoon character and its head got blown off and it's bleeding all over the place. Nobody's traumatized by that. But, oh, my gosh, no, we can't have you do that. But yet, here's a lighter and some fireworks. You go off and play with those in the yard. Just, I just cannot get over that. That just, I, I, I can't fathom it. It, it. It's all about, you know, as a parent, it's all about choosing your battles. And sometimes parents don't agree with which battles to choose. And sometimes we see uh, other parents make decisions that we don't necessarily agree with. Um, we are very judgmental people. <laughs> I mean, we, we, we do look at other people and we judge the hell out of them on a I regular think, basis. I think that's human nature. It's whether you... Let the rest of the world know that you're having those thoughts is, you know, I think that's where, you know, sure. I think people think things. They don't necessarily need to say them. You know, we, we might say them a little bit more than we should. Yeah. I mean, but we, we put an emphasis on some things uh, as priorities in our parenting that other people go, wow, you're really being a little uh, overly dramatic about that. But then those are the same people who are being totally lax on something where we're like, are you serious? Yes. You're going to do that? Right. Are you kidding right. me? Like, what in the, What are you talking about? Okay, so we, we know a, a, a family whose children are allowed to have uh, soda, but they're not allowed to have caffeinated soda. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. There's, um, a, lot of, there's a lot of things. Okay, well, yeah, right. I know who we're talking yeah. about. All right. So, All right. So, so, so what do you think about that? You know, I... And again, it's not like I want to say, oh, here, you're five years old. You're well, you're six years old. You're seven. Actually, he's 11, and she is... No, is he 11 or is he older than 11? I don't He's know. 11, and she is nine. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And they have never tasted caffeine. Well, you know, anything with caffeine, but yeah, I know he has. But um, yeah, it's... They won't let him have a sip. Okay, but why? I don't know what they think it's going to do. And again, it's not like I want to say, here, guys, just like chow down. You know, like we have pop in the house for soda, oh, not pop. Oh, oh, no. Soda. Well, anybody <laughs> from we're the, in Midwest the, we're in the Midwest will know Yeah, it's soda. You can't. Okay. You have to say soda now. Well, okay. I've been trying really hard to say soda instead of pop because I don't want people to know where I'm from. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> Editing. Yeah. Um, okay. We keep soda in our house 
It's hard to say, isn't on, it? It's hard to um, say. It Soda, is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> from time to time. Yep. You know, it's like, okay, we don't have anything going on tonight. It's the weekend. We're going to have family game night. You know, let's get a couple, two liters of something. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, you know, if we don't finish it off that night, it's like, oh, can I have some with lunch tomorrow? Sure. You know, it's going to be flat. We're gonna, let's finish it off. Okay? But I don't keep, like, a constant stock of pop in the house because I don't want my kids to just eat and drink junk, you know, constantly. But a little here and there. I mean, if I drink a lot of coffee, I can feel the caffeine and I go, whoa, okay? We're t- I've never felt that way from drinking like a Coke, okay? I have. Really? Of course, it was 12 Cokes. No. no. I mean, I've had, you know, like, you know, in the day yeah. when you're, like, really thirsty and you've been outside all day and mm-hmm. you drink, like, four of them in a couple hours. Still, that caffeine does absolutely nothing. And not to say that it won't for somebody else, but I've never, even as a kid, I was allowed to drink pop, you know, on the weekends. We had company over. I was allowed to drink pop then. And I never was, like... Told okay, you can't have the you know. The, so it, it, caffeine anyway. is a uh, is a drug, it's a controlled stub, substance. Are they bad parents for stopping their children from drinking caffeinated beverages? Are they bad parents? Uh, Are so they overprotective? Okay, overprotective maybe. to each their own to a certain extent, because I understand like not wanting them to have like you know maybe like a huge you know glass of it, but there have been times where. Um, they have called their parents and said, hey, I'm here. Um, can I have a Coke? And, uh, well, how big is it? Oh, uh, no, well, no, you can't have any at all. Okay. I've known an instance where they've been through the McDonald's drive through and was, um, oh, my little sister, oh, you're getting a Happy Meal? Okay. Well, you know what? How about if when we get home, I'll give you this if you let me have your Coke. And she goes, okay. And he, we find out he, you know, he downs this Coke, you know, behind his parents' back. Like, it's, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean. Well, okay. So this is a, a u- not a unique situation. I know that there are other parents that are like that as well. Yeah, are, are, are they being overprotective? Or I, are we just too lax? Or is it just one of those you don't choose that battle? I mean, what what is this exactly? I think because, it's over. I, okay. I think it's overreacting. And being overprotective in the sense that there have been times where they've had, like, a class party at school. And the teacher brought in, like, Coke. Didn't even think anything of it. And, again, these are not little, little bitty kids. You know, we're talking, you know, fourth grade, fifth grade kind of thing. And the teacher brings in, you know, as a treat to the class, you know, okay, everybody was good, you know, for a couple weeks. Everybody passed this test. I'm going to bring in a treat. And brings in, like, you know, cookies and Coke. And to see two little kids sit out. Or no, like one kid <laughs> sit out because he's not allowed to have Coke with the rest of his class. A little bitty cup, because I'm sure the teacher's not pouring huge, huge cups, you know, the little Dixie cup of Coke. That's sad. That makes me sad, you know? He's not allergic to it. He's not going to break out in hives. He's, you know, I don't know. I... I- I, I appreciate the fact that parents, different parents, have different priorities uh, for their children. So you know whether it's I don't want them to have too much sugar, 
or I don't want them to That's have too thing. much caffeine. Too much is, is right. one thing. None at all is yeah. a totally different thing. When, when you completely prevent something, and the thing is, is you can't do it. Uh, there's caffeine in chocolate. Well, right. He's allowed uh, to have chocolate. Cho- yeah. And, I mean, we've seen it, you know, like holidays like oh Double my yes yes yeah. yes and that's just yeah. perfectly fine so yeah i guess that's the part too that just doesn't make sense makes you shake your head you know like I, yeah i don't know we've I mean, had parties and didn't think about it and we you know we have like root beer we knew that they like root beer and we realized that oh it's the kind that's got caffeine in barks it. has bite yes right. and it's like you know Everybody else is drinking all the pop, and these poor little kids are looking for like apple juice in the refrigerator. And it like it's kind of sad. I mean, you feel bad. You really do feel bad because I was like, oh shoot, I was the one that purchased the pop. You know, the, and now the soda. You look like the, the bad, soda. You look like the bad guy now yeah. because you didn't get enough to accommodate these uh, children's artificially special mm-hmm. needs. Yeah, it, it is tough. Oh, and they're also not allowed to have diet. So even if it is caffeine-free, they're not allowed to have diet, which I'm not a fan of diet. I just, I, I'm not a fan, like, flavor-wise of diet. And, I mean, it's a little, it's a so, little, some of that stuff's a little creepy, okay? And I, I don't, again, want to promote it, but, like, they are not allowed to have a sip of that. Artificial sweeteners, they'll kill right. you instantly. They're not allowed yeah. having a sip of that. But they're allowed chewing sugarless gum. So, again, I just really don't know. <laughs> I... I struggle with that one. I, I struggle with that. Um, uh, on the other side of things, you know, you could be a parent who uh, lets your children eat, you know, corn dogs and chicken fingers and all sorts of crazy crap. But then you do that with your kid. It's like, oh, your kid can't have, you know, too much sugar or something. Mm-hmm. It's like, you know, you cannot, unless you're going to go straight up like natural foods all the time. You cannot protect your children from all of the chemicals and crap that we eat on a daily basis. It's is Un- unfortunate. Right. right, that's what I was going to say. It's, it, it, it is, it is. Yeah. Unless, unless we have our own farm sometime soon and we're off right. in the woods and I'm mm. milking a cow, Yeah. okay? I really don't see how we can avoid it. You can avoid certain things. You can try your hardest and think you're doing the right thing, and then you realize, oh, that thing that I thought I was paying extra for because I thought it, you know, because it didn't have this in it. Well, but it's got this in it. I didn't know what that was. And, you know, I mean, it's really, really hard to avoid everything. I mean, you can do your best, but... All of our chickens have hormones. Mm -hmm. Uh, All of our water... Has, Ooh, don't even want to think about that. Who knows yeah. what in it? I mean, you cannot prevent your children from being exposed to all this. And you really, unless you want to put your child in a bell jar mm-hmm. and protect them from the world 100%. And, and really, it's impossible to do. And so to try to do that sort of thing, I mean, you and I are both heavy coffee drinkers mm-hmm. and have been since we were high school. I was like eight. <laughs> But our Which children, is a weird, yeah, it is. That's a yeah. weird thing to, yeah, well, parenting and, and, and what parents will allow, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, but our, uh, you know, our children will on occasion say, hey, you know, a cup of coffee doesn't sound bad, mm-hmm. and in moderation, absolutely, a small amount, right? Because they pour half a cup of coffee, fill the rest with sugar and cream, you know. So, you know, and they're just doing it I was for... drinking it black when I was eight years old. See? And, and so, so, now, how has that affected you as an adult? Well, 
I'm, I was thinking about seeing a shrink about it, but yeah, oh yeah, devastating life life choices. But are your parents? Was that a bad choice for your parents to let you do that? I don't really think so. I mean, I was glad I was taking sips of beer, you know. I, you know, yeah. from you know, I remember like having a fire in the fireplace, and my gl- my dad's got a glass of beer, like a beer mug, you know, sitting there, and I'd be like, "Can I have a sip?" Sure, you know. I was probably like three or four, you know. <laughs> Seriously though, yeah. guess what? It did nothing. Guess what? I was curious about what that tasted like, and I tasted it. And it's funny, the people that won't let their kids have a sip of, you know beer, a sip of wine. Okay, other countries, they serve that nightly with their meal. Yep. It's no problem yep. whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And also those parents that are, like go crazy over that are the parents that load their kids up when they've got a cold on all the cough medicines and all this kind of stuff. Guess what? You just gave your kid a big, big sip of beer, okay? Basically. <laughs> and they're fine with that. They're absolutely fine with that. I'm totally against that. Well, I'm it doesn't totally work. Against that. I mean, I mean, uh, expectorants and all that crap. I mean, you know, I understand the value of a, of a Luden's cough drop, but you know, because sometimes it, just sucking on something, feels you're right, good. it feels good, right? Oh. <laughs> but it's not. But it's not. You know, it's not medicating you at right. all. It's not right. doing anything. Right. And they that's, do. They think, oh my gosh, did you just sneeze? Did you cough? Oh, they head right to the drugstore. That's right. Yeah. Go pop out a couple. Ounces but, of dextromethorphan. But <laughs> you can't have a sip of Coke. Yep. Yep. I, I, I know. And it's all about priorities. I mean, some parents, they decide that that's the battle they're going to choose. And, and it, it is kind of very weird how people pick and choose. And I wonder what we do that's weird to other people. I wonder when other parents look at it. Like, your kid's not allowed to do what? I mean, let me give you an example of something okay. that, uh, you know, growing up, um, my mother worked for a dentist, mm-hmm. and uh, which is kind of funny because she said it's yours. Yeah. <laughs> we always <laughs> thought that yeah. was funny. Um, my mother worked for a dentist, and uh, my sister and I were never allowed to have cotton candy. Oh. <laughs> Ever. That, that's my favorite kind of candy. As, it is. As an adult. I was an adult mm-hmm. before I, remember. I had had cotton I candy. I remember. I, uh, yeah. 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 And, and guess what? I'm not really a big fan of it. I don't know whether it was but because you know I, I just didn't have it until I was an adult, but oh, I don't, I, I don't I absolutely like absolutely love it. And I would never, I would never, you know, not let my kids have it. You know, you go to the carnival, you go to the amusement park. Don't, don't, like, stifle your kids. No. Let them have the cotton candy. Well, what was the logic? Because it was just sugar, pure sugar. But you were allowed to have Kool-Aid constantly. That's Guess right. what? My Me. mother didn't buy Kool-Aid. Yep. You yep. Ha- you were drinking... Sugar water. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. Chemical constantly. sugar yes. water. But I wasn't allowed to have cotton candy. Uh-huh. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? How much longer did you let that Kool-Aid sit in your teeth, all the sips, when that cotton candy would have been gone into five minutes and off your teeth? I don't know. Do you know I, what I mean? I really mean? don't know, but yeah. that's, that's the but kind of you know of thing, what? I've got know. an like almost exact same story. I was never allowed to have a funnel cake growing Ooh, up. Okay? I love funnel cakes. I didn't have a funnel cake until I was married. I get okay? it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And you know why I wasn't allowed to have a funnel cake? Oh my gosh, those things are so fattening. I can't believe anybody would ever eat one of those. Those are so nasty. All it is is fat. You're not allowed to have one. <laughs> so is that funny? It, it is. I mean, that that's 
But yet, you were allowed to have cotton candy. Yeah. And you would sit and snack till the cows come home and drink your dad's beer and have your coffee <laughs> at eight years old. So, so really, seriously, I mean, every parent picks and chooses what battles they want to fight, and it always looks ridiculous to another parent. I suppose so. There's never going to be. So, so what are the things that we... So you've been criticized for being overprotective of how a car seat sits in a car. And... It, yes. Yeah. You know what? Here's the deal. Okay. The let's like the, the the fake sugar or something like that. You uh-huh. think, oh my gosh, is that going to cause cancer? Okay. Not if you have a sip of it today. You're not going to die of cancer because you had a sip of it or a glass of it. But guess what? That car seat's not bogging incorrectly. All it takes is one like false move, and you are dead or you are paralyzed. Okay. You tell me that I am not the right one here but you might be overreacting because what kind of crazy wreck do you have to get into for that crazy wreck eighth of an inch difference in the tightness okay you can be ejected from a car seat well i know but all i'm saying is that you know you are overreacting maybe you know know. it bugs me so much when people take pictures of their kids in their car seats and post them on facebook and i see the chest clip down by their waist and i could put my whole arm in between the straps in their chest and they're like look at my cute kid and i've got five degrees and i make a hundred thousand dollars a year and so does my wife but guess what look at my kid the straps are all twisted up and you know yeah i cannot stand that but that doesn't mean that they're going to get into a wreck and it doesn't mean they're going to get into a wreck but it doesn't mean no it's at that point if they get into a serious wreck that will not do its job but at that it's point. it's very possible that even in a serious wreck, and I'm just playing devil's advocate You're here. Right. Yeah. But I'm, <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I am very sorry. And like, that's I, your battle, and that's your battle, and that's what you choose. But our parents, a sip of and beer, and our grandparents didn't even have car seats. Yeah, and you know what? They weren't driving 90 miles an hour on the highway either. Well, okay, that's true, but then you. I mean, they weren't even driving on the highway. Uh, That's true. Highways didn't exist yet. (laughs) (laughs) No, and I'm serious. You know it. I know, but but that's one of those that's one of those things, those conversations where it's like, you decide that that was a priority for you. Yikes! Again, immediate. Okay. Mm. But everybody thinks that their decisions are a priority. Everybody does. There, there are people who are going, really? Seriously? You're going to let your kid have artificial sweeteners? Are you insane? Are, do you just want to kill your children? Why don't you just take them and expose them to x-rays okay. right now, nonstop? You're insane to let your children do People think that whatever their own priority is, is the highest as a parent. Uh, you, got, you have to admit that. Uh, I understand what you're saying, <laughs> okay. but I, again, like to say, oh my gosh, I am not going to be able to sleep tonight because my kid had a glass of Coke at school, but I will let them, you know, just be hanging there by a hair in the car. I, or yeah, they move them up to the next car seat before they're ready. Or they turn them around from rear facing to forward facing before they're too old, before what, they're old. What about those cars? You always pass them on the highway. And there's like three little kids <laughs> bouncing in the around seat. the back seat. No car seats. They're all looking out the back window at you. Yeah. Just bouncing. Oh, they're they're and, giving you the finger yes, too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And there's probably sometimes a dog. You know, there's a dog in the back seat with them too. Yeah. Like, don't you wonder? It's like what their parents' priorities are. Because if you think about it, so you've chosen. You as a parent have chosen that it's a priority for you to have the car seat buckled in correctly. As a result, though, you might not have picked something else. What are these people choosing as their priority? 
I mean, really? I would love to know. Would you know? Yeah, right? <laughs> What's a priority? <laughs> right, right. What is a priority for you as a parent? Well, um, that the kids make sure that they get, um, um, they feed the dog before they go to school in the morning. And, because, uh, you know, you have to give them that, like, redneck twang mm-hmm. because you always see that. The kids are half clothed. They're not even fully clothed. <laughs> those those are the parents that are walking around in the grocery store and the child is like, no shoes, no socks, no shirt. Just a pair of pants. Visibly dirty. Visibly like, dirty, yeah. Like, okay, kids, roll around in the dirt before we go to know, the grocery store. But, you know, let's be fair, you know. No, how do you be fair to those? Okay, tell me, please. Maybe they're homeless. I don't know. No, that, that would be... I don't know. No, Oh, I mean, okay. So, I mean, as parents, you sometimes have to say, okay, look, kids, we have to go to the store right now. I don't care what you look like. Just get in the car. Come oh, on, let's go. that brings up something. Yeah. You know, I have never let my kids wear, like, like you know, like a Halloween costume to the store, you know, or like a, like a princess dress. I, I, yeah, I, I stifle their creativity. No, you don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's where I draw the line, but, like, I, I could care less what anybody else does than that. I mean, that doesn't hurt or harm anybody. I just, I personally, like, you know, don't, I get enough stares as it is, you know. I don't need the, <laughs> no. We don't need to, we don't need to add fuel yeah. to the fire, yeah. It's not, is it Halloween still, you know. But well, kids no. like to play dress up. Don't stifle. And, you know, when it's time to go to the store, that comes off. I don't know. But that, I, I'm but not that's... bothered by that. I'm not bothered by that. But I, I, but I would never let my kid go to the store and something like that. Our children know that you wouldn't let them do so that. So it'd be like, why would I even like bother? Right, right. Well, and we've raised our children to know to not look like a bum when we go out somewhere. True, true. We've taught them that from the beginning. It has been a priority for us to teach our children to. Present themselves sure. in an appropriate and you manner. know they do they do care about you know whether they're matching or you know that and they yep. do enjoy picking out their outfits. So you're right. I mean they would want to, but you know I never had to fight that actually. I no. never had that battle. I don't think it ever came up. If it came up, it was so quick, like to me to say, oh no, you can't wear that. We're put on a regular outfit. That yeah, it wasn't a battle. So that's interesting. Well, hmm. and and that's the thing is that. And we could probably go on for hours and hours just about priorities. As a parent, what battles do we choose? What do we decide is important? You know, I mean, if you think about it, you, you said earlier your your mother really wanted to sit down with your grandma mm-hmm. and, and, and get that knowledge, that information. Right. She just didn't make it a priority. I know. And as a result, I know. we will never and have I remember that. when she first brought it up, you know, like, we should do this. We should all, all of us girls get together. And I thought it was a great idea. And I made it known that I thought it was a great idea. But, you know. It, it just wasn't a priority. Mm-hmm. And as an adult or as a parent or whatever, mm-hmm. however you want to look at mm-hmm. it, she just didn't. And, you know, she wasn't even working. at. The, I mean, she was like, oh, you want to call retired, you know, then, too. You know, so could have very easily yeah. happened. Well, and, and that's. That's just the way things go. You know, we, yep. we see some parents and some people who say, hey, this is important to me. I'm going to make this happen. And other people might look at them and go, you're insane that you're letting your children do that. Or you mm-hmm. can, you're not letting your children. You know, it, it, everybody's got their own thought process. It, which ones are right? Which ones are wrong? We don't know. We just know what we do. Sure. And that's that's what's important. So, 
Uh, I think we're going to wrap things up for this episode of the I Love Libby show. And uh, I just want to let everybody know that uh, by this time, if you're listening to this episode, we probably have it uh, available on um, possibly iTunes or Stitcher, some other type of podcast aggregate. Uh, website is either up and running or will be running soon. Uh, Twitter and all of that stuff. So uh, look for show notes and uh, follow us if you want to continue to listen to uh, Libby and I talk about the way we think the world should be. Uh, all right. Well, I think that's it. Thanks for listening. Thank you. <laughs>